it's so interesting when you really do look at, I don't need that emblem on my bag because, you know, it doesn't make me seem any happier or better, but that approach from minimalism, finding your happiness in yourself and not the things you own and, you know, the excitement that money brings has definitely been um, a big part of moving into this space because you find happiness when you're just living in your authentic self and you don't need things to make you happy, you know? You're listening to Christy Unedited, the podcast, and I'm your host, Christy Gray. As the name suggests, we do things unedited around here. You can expect to hear open and authentic conversations with a side of real talk. Join me as I explore a wide variety of topics within the realm of mind, body, and spirit. Thanks for listening. Hello, friends. So before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to share with you an online digital course that I'm launching and it's just around the corner. And I have curated this with you especially in mind. So one of my biggest goals this year was to create more online experiences for you that you could take within the comfort of your own home. And I had always planned to launch something to kick off Taurus season, um, which Taurus season kicks off in the end of April. And we're now in a time of uncertainty and we really don't know what the world's going to look like moving forward. And rather than decide to not even forge ahead with it, I have realized that I need to do this more than ever before to support you on your journey ahead. So my biggest intention with launching my first online course for you was to curate an experience that was custom fit to you, but also that it's all about a high vibe experience, small actionable steps that leave you feeling like you are not just showing up as your higher self, that you are owning it. And so my four-week online course is called Own Your Magic, and you can take it from the comfort of your own home. So if you head to the show notes below, and you'll notice there's a link there, you can join the waitlist. Doors will be opening in the next week, and there will be an offer for the first 10 people that sign up, which I am so excited to share with you. I think the biggest adjustment I've made is I want to make this accessible for everybody right now. So not only will it be an incredible offer, um, there'll be also an additional offer on top of this for the first 10 people that sign up. So own your magic, you can take from the comfort of your own home, and the course outline includes So week one, communicate your intentions to the universe. And we're going to be working through daily actions to be able to up-level this in the best possible way. Week two is all about harness the power of positive thinking. Week three is I am deserving. And week four is affirm my highest self. What's included is video content, audio support, daily focuses, worksheets, plus an online community because once the doors close on this digital course, they are closed. So you will be taking this journey with an array of incredible women. So join the waitlist to be the first to learn more about everything that's included and we start on the 20th of April. I meet Amy probably, have we known each other for about three years now? I want to say three or four years. Oh, wow. Yep. Three years. Which just feels like such a long time ago, but also too, like it's so nice to see you on this journey in regards to, I suppose, conscious living and also sustainability as well. And (laughs) I was so excited to have you feature on the podcast because being in Australia and you're based in the US is that there is such extremes between the two countries in regards to, you know, this conscious living and sustainable movement. And so I thought what better person to have on the podcast, which somebody that's lived in both countries and can also help to educate all of us in what steps we can take to be more sustainable. (laughs) Definitely. And you know, it's funny, it actually, it 
Australia is actually very ahead. So that was the reason that I really went into this whole niche was because of living in Australia and just learning a little bit more about how love for the planet goes a long way. So definitely don't knock yourself. You guys have a lot more going that I've been inspired by, which is why I've brought it back to America to um, continue. Oh, which is just, you know what, I think anybody that's taking inspired action in the direction that we need today, no matter where you are in the world, it greatly impacts all of us. So whether it's Australia or the US, the work that you're doing is incredibly inspiring. Thank you. And, you know, I appreciate that because I rebranded entirely from kind of a place where I wasn't really sure why I was sharing on social media, but I also didn't understand the impact of more sustainable living. And it's just been, it's just been a journey for myself, but then for everyone else. And when people tell me, you know, oh, we don't really have control over the big brands and and it's really up to the government and stuff. I, I understand that, but I also know that we control the demand for those products and for those things. So we actually do have a voice. And the perfect quote is, you know, someone said, oh, I don't want a straw, said 9 million people, you know? So there is mm-hmm. this whole area of where we think, well, I'm just one person, but it's like, but one person times X amount of people is, you know, a whole, a whole nation. So that's what really kind of allowed me to actually go, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm actually going to get into this field and this is going to be my new focus. So really. I love that. So I do want to talk about your focus, but before we dive into that, can you share a little bit about um, your journey? Because you mentioned like prior to that you were focusing on social media. So what's your journey looked like, Amy, and then what led you to this point? So I was using my social media to pretty much share my life in Australia when I was living there. I was living in Sydney and absolute beach bum, love being at the beach, love the ocean, love the bikini life, like just fell in love with it because I never grew up with the ocean in America. I was landlocked. And um, so I didn't understand just that culture around it. And I didn't actually realize much about being eco-friendly until 2000 and let me think, um, 2018 actually, because I left mid 2018. So it was right at the new year that I was like, you know what? There's actually something here. And I started watching that documentary war on waste AU. And I just, I couldn't believe it. I started seeing so much about what he was talking about, and it really started to just kind of stick in the front of my mind. And when I would go for a coffee, I would just see all the takeaway coffee cups. And I was like, wait, why don't I just bring my own? And, you know, that was like a simple move. And then I started looking around as far as like the waste around the oceans. My um, pivotal moment actually was at Lady Bay Beach in Sydney. It's a nudist beach. And I went there for a shoot with a photographer to shoot swim because I love it. And it was completely covered in rubbish. There was really nowhere for us to shoot. And I remember standing around being like, this is ridiculous. Like these are some of the most gorgeous beaches in the world and we don't treat them that way. And it was actually, that was the point where I was like, I'm, this is what we need to talk about. And I didn't really have a plan. I just knew that I wanted to start to gear my social media to that and just start saying, you know, Hey, going out for a coffee, why not bring your own cup? They'll give you a discount, you know, just like these little tidbits of sustainable living. Mm. So that's kind of how the journey got started for me. Um, I moved to Bali for a few months after Australia and there it's tough. You look at it and you see that you cannot use, you know, tap water and water from the faucet. So you have to use plastic water bottles But on the opposite side, the cafes were, you know, giving out reusable straws and they were using cloth napkins. And some of the hotels I stayed at were made from recycled materials. And I just thought, well, well, this is a way that you can balance both. You know, you can do your part. And I loved it. I just, I love seeing that. And then when I moved back to America, I was just surrounded by styrofoam 
and plastic and couldn't believe it. And, you know, that's when I decided, yep, I'm totally rebranding. I'm making this my focus and I'm just going to share my journey through sustainable living. So sorry, it was a mouthful, but that's really how it got started. (laughs) I absolutely love that. And that was just such a a beautiful reflection on your journey. My question to you, Amy, is that Mm -hmm. you've come from a space um, in a modeling capacity and that's still a lot of what you do. What was that shift like for your audience? Because you've got like a really large following on social media because I would imagine that takes courage. Like even though you're really passionate about something, it takes courage to do that, right? It, it does. And I will be honest, I had way more than I did now. Um, a lot of people left. It's, it's funny. I really, I was unhealthily obsessed with social media when it just came out. And I'm not afraid to admit that because that was another reason I knew I needed to change. Um, I was so tired of it being so much about that, you know, perfect life because no one has a perfect life. It, that 24-7 Instagram, Facebook, that is a snapshot. So we never see those vulnerable moments. We never see those, you know, um, in-betweens when things aren't pretty. And I just got really tired of trying to, one, be a beach bum in a landlocked state. That wasn't going to happen. There's no way. I, I couldn't be at the beach anymore. So I knew I needed to shift. But I just started to look at it and I was like, what am I putting out in the world? What is the actual message? And what is the you know um, inspiration behind what I do sharing to the younger generations? And I couldn't answer it. And so I just, honestly, I didn't even care about the numbers. I just decided September 1st, 2000, and let me think, where were we? 18. I just, you know, was like, yep, I'm switching everything over. You can stay if you want. You can go if you want. I don't care about the numbers. I really just want to impact social media in a positive light. And I just did. Um, Not easy. A lot of people left. A lot of people stayed but didn't really understand where I was going. So it took time. But I just wanted to be so honest and authentic about this experience. Like, I'm making the switch. I have no idea what I'm, you know, kind of going for. But I just know that every decision I make can lend to someone else being like, wait, I can do that. I'm not, you know, someone with a a certification. I can just do that because it's the right thing to do. Oh, I just feel so inspired listening to your story (laughs) because I think that that takes not just courage, that when you show up authentically as yourself and especially when you have a really big goal or purpose in mind, it can be tough because as much as being authentic when you're at home is one thing, when you're also doing it online, like... Oh, 100%. Oh, that's big. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's true. It's one of the things that sometimes I'll get messages for is, okay, what do you really think of this product? Like, what do you really think? And I'm like, no, I practice what I preach. This is not me, you know, sharing products with you guys just because it's sponsored. Like I am on the hunt for kicking disposable habits to make it easier for everyone else. So yeah, I really just wanted people to see that this is me authentically. Like, and you will, you come to my page. I am in a bikini a lot of the time because that is where I find my my purpose and my passion. And it was the oceans that inspired this change. And so I'm very much a beach bum, but now I have a bit more purpose. You know, it's like you love the ocean. Well, now you protect it, protect what you actually want to, you know, call home. And it comes across in every photo. And that was the whole point is that it would just be an extension of me, but it would also lend to inspiration to people to make these changes when Maybe it's a bit out of sight, out of mind when you're not directly living next to the coast, you know? So Mm. yeah, I'm really glad that you see that because it wasn't easy. It really, at first I was like, what am I doing? (laughs) There goes the, you know, pretty numbers and everything, but I just got so tired of it, Christy. I was just, yeah, I, I, I really, I burnt out and then I knew I wanted to really share more authentic, uh, information with everyone. Yeah, and I love that because there's it's it's such a positive message that's creating incredible impact with the community that you're building and you've built as well. And so it's like that little little ripple. Well, it's not even little now. It's like big ripple effects do Massive. take place. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. 
And can I ask, what has been your most inspiring moment since making the transition into having this purpose-driven focus and North Star? Um, That's a great question. There have been a few wins this year that have just made it so worth it. Um, What I do when I partner with brands is one of my favorite things. And being able to partner with larger brands that have the impact to make a change does really make me feel, you know, um, excited to make the switch. But I'm not going to lie to you. My favorite thing is when someone messages me and says like, Oh, I stopped using X, Y, and Z because of, you know, your post, or you reminded me to bring my bag or, you know, I I saw this article and I thought of you and I haven't spoken to them in ages. Like that is what makes me keep going because everyone gets it. Social is a little funky. There's days where you're like, are people even listening? (laughs) Am I even (laughs) talking to anyone? And so it's kind of easy to have that ebb and flow, like a wave, I suppose, of, um, you know, up and down. And those moments when someone messages me are the true inspiration for why I keep doing what I'm doing. Um, and I just, I I hope people do see that because it really is that exciting community I'm creating that really makes me just, yeah, really excited. Too much to say. <laughs> oh, yes, I I can absolutely resonate with you on that. And yeah. my my community um, isn't necessarily as big as yours. And you know, I love that you mentioned it's not about really the number anymore. It's about the impact that you're making because I feel the same. As some days, I'm like, am I talking to myself out here? Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, okay, for sure. It's, it's one of those. I think you just have to be like, you know what? No, people are listening. Christy, Amy, get out of your head. (laughs) Mm, Absolutely. And it's like the people that I may not even engage with regularly, all of a sudden I'll get somebody out of the blue, like slide up in my DMs and we have this beautiful chat about how inspired they felt. And that- Oh, absolutely. uh, And it just makes you go, I'm here for the people. (laughs) It is. is. And I, you know, it's funny. I'll get messages that like, oh my gosh, I didn't think you'd respond. And I'm like, what? No, this is a community. I'm not one of those that I'm like, too cool to not respond. Like I genuinely message and respond to everyone because one, I can, it's, it's not a controversial area I'm in, but it can be very sensitive. You know, there can be people who don't agree with anything I'm saying. There can be people who think I'm not doing enough. So I love a dialogue when we can openly, you know, discuss things and I'll be like, I didn't know that. Thanks for sharing. Or I totally see your point. And it creates this just open conversation. I I love the open conversation about it. Oh, so good. So (laughs) I would love to ask you in regards to sustainability, conscious living. Like if somebody's listening to this and they may have even started their journey or they try to start and then they stop because let's be honest, being a human being and sometimes creating new habits can be sometimes challenging. So what were some of the um, things or swaps that you started with that helped to, I suppose, transform what you did on a day-to-day basis with conscious living? I think the important thing to remember when you are making this transition into a sustainable journey is do not do it all at once. You will be very overwhelmed because it'll start looking like you need to throw out your entire house (laughs) and that's not going to get you anywhere because the whole point about moving into this conscious living space is to not chuck everything out. So you have gorgeous glassware and, and, you know, linen napkins. And it's to start getting into the mindset of what can I hold on to and reuse. So I started with simply, I have a sauce jar. Um, that's a great glassware that now I can use as a cup, you know, or maybe I use it to hold grains. Um, if I'm going out and I need to, you know, avoid using plastic cutlery or bags or anything like that, I, always have a little cutlery set, a canvas bag, and a reusable bottle with me, always. And that just makes it so you're just conscious of those three things are always on your person. And there might be a situation where you don't even have to bring them out, which is great because people are making the effort to um, you know, provide less and less plastic and styrofoam. But you're ready. You're prepared. You know, So 
I think those are the three things that I start with because you get into that mindset that every decision you can, you know, whether or not it's just saying no to a plastic straw or, Oh, I'm going to use my bag. You're, you're putting yourself in the right way to be more conscious on that journey. Does that make sense? I feel like that is such a good tip. Like I've been, you know what, I've been to a few different, um, like plastic free talks and I, when I moved into like, I did, um, I went through a real big minimalism stage when I lived in Sydney. And so my journey has not been maybe consistent, but it's definitely been something that has been a part of my journey the last couple of years. But I love that, Amy. Like three things. That to me, I always work in threes anyway, no matter if it's tips. So any type of changes and that is awesome. That's just, even that, just you sharing that with me, that's given me a new perspective on what I can do on a day-to-day basis. And you take it piece by piece. Um, If you sign up to my uh, email list, shameless plug, but you do get my five secrets to sustainable travel. And it's just a way for you to go, okay, I'm getting on this flight. I'm getting in this bus. I'm getting in this train, whatever. Here are my things I'm going to have with me. And it's just going to make my, you know, travel experience that much better because you know that you're able to switch a habit. You're, you're kicking a disposable, you know, I don't need that. I I have what I need. Um, and so I think that is the really the best way to approach it. I also give a recommendation. If there is something that you know that you want to get rid of first, whether it is a plastic free toothbrush, a razor, Um, maybe it's, you know, for the ladies, it's, um, menstrual, you know, products, then that would be maybe something you could start with because that's just one item and Mm. you can see the impact when you don't have to replace it so often. And it'll give you that little, just like, Oh, this is cool. I'm, I'm holding on to something and I don't have to replace it once a month. Um, and I think that's when you start to see other areas of your home and of your, you know, life where you can just tweak. And that's the whole idea. It's not about being perfect. We would rather have a whole planet of imperfect, responsible, conscious people than, let's say, five people who do it absolutely perfectly because that's just not, some it's not feasible for, you know? Mm, I love that. Um, Purchasing a menstrual cup changed my life. And stay tuned. Yes, that's oh. my one of my giveaways because I was really like so that was one of the scary ones. And then I did and I just realized how comfortable and how convenient and you don't have to deal with any kind of chemicals or anything. I know, I agree. Game changer. No tampons needed, no pads needed. Like haven't had to buy tampons since February. So for the and ladies. Just the savings in that is just insane. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. And that's the other thing is I like to share this in the way that you actually end up saving quite a bit of money when you make these sustainable switches to reusables because you're not replacing them as often. We live in such a society of convenience that we use it once and we throw it away. Single use. That's why it's such an issue because plastic is such a, to be honest, it is such a inventive and like magnificent thing we have made into everything and you can look around your whole house and you'll see it in different shapes and sizes and polymers but we just didn't really think about the repercussions per se realizing that that convenience is what's causing a lot of our problems so you take away that convenience but you also are living in a conscious habit where then you don't have to replace those things as much you know i haven't had to buy cling wrap for the last year and a half because i use wax wraps and you know, silicone bags. And then there you go. You don't have to go to add that to your grocery list. Oh, so good. What have been actually some of your favorite finds? Like, is there anything Mm -hmm. that you've stumbled across and that's just been um, beyond the menstrual cup? Like it's been a total game changer for you and your everyday? I, uh, there's a few I love, and these are products that I do work with, but I'm not being told to talk about them. I've just, it's one of those things when I find something, I'm like, oh yes, amazing. I'm just so happy I could uh, do this. So, um, one, the, the wax wraps game changer because you can actually use them to carry food and snacks, you know, when you're out on the road, but maybe without the wax wraps, the silicone bags, you can put them in the dishwasher. You can put them in the freezer, the refrigerator. They're amazing. I've just, I carry them with me all the time with snacks. And then when I have to store, you know, like 
I don't know, veggies and produce and things. And it's just like a small handful. You can put them in the bag. But they're just awesome. I, I'm not working with Stasher, but I just love that that concept, they have different sizes and yeah, those two. And then I'd say for the bathroom, I was just really excited when I made the switch to, um, the plastic free razor, because I don't know about you, Christy, but like when I saw the straight edge razors and the ones that you kind of have to use at an angle, I was like, Oh, it's scary. scary. I was like, I don't want to cut myself. So when I found um, the razor I used, I was just so like, yes, this is like the best. Um, I use it to travel with. So I just put it in my checked bag, but do not have to use a disposable razor ever again, which is amazing. amazing. So my question for you is I have a safety razor, but it is straight edge. And I don't like, look, I don't mind it. Is it, do I love using it? Probably not because it takes so much more time. So is yours not straight edge? Ah, yes. So mine is actually not. It has a flexible head. It's actually on my latest blog um, under plastic free resources. It has a bendable head, which allows you to use it out over knees and sensitive, you know, um, areas and you don't have to like go slow with it at this like specific angle. You can do a quick shave. I use conditioner or sometimes soap um, to just, you know, do a quick shave under the arms or wherever. And I feel like I don't have to be so, so careful. Whereas a straight edge, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to like cut myself because it's so yeah. particular. Um, yeah, I love it. I They are one of my favorite swaps because you can add up to three blades. So let's say you only want to do two. You only can add two. And um, they actually give you a little blade replacer. Um, I use one. I think I replace my blades every month or so. It winter less just because I'm bundled up. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's, it's great. And they deliver all over the world. So that's another plus because I, I want to make sure when I'm sharing a product or I'm using something that other people can access it. And it's not from like a tiny little town that only ships there because then that's not making it, you know... Um, you you won't be able to find that if you're looking. So I can send it to you. It's great. Yeah. Oh, so I'll link it in the show notes too. So anybody listening can find that link as well. Um, Because that sounds incredible and just so much easier to use. Because as much as I love my safety razor, I'm not going to lie. I went out maybe a month ago and just bought as backup a razor and I didn't want to, but it was more the fact that I kept cutting myself. (laughs) So, and then I was like, that defeats the purpose. Yeah. It's over the shins. My shins cringe when I think about a straight edge razor because I'm like, Oh my God, the angle. (laughs) Um, I'm glad it's not just me. (laughs) No, absolutely not. And that's the other thing. People think kind of moving into that conscious living is like a lot and a hassle. And I don't want people to feel that way. The idea is that these tweaks will make you, you know, really not change your everyday life, but you'll just change your mindset. And that's what I try to do with what I share is not get things that are too complicated or that are, you know, going to be too much of a hassle because as society, convenience is something we do want and we do crave. So if I can share something in sustainable living that is like not going to, you know, monumentally change the day, then I realize that's something people can easily shift to. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So what are some of those misconceptions that people have or that people have spoken to you about when trying to make the switch in terms of, you know, any any type of myths out there with moving into sustainable living? Yeah. Um, I think the biggest one I get is, oh, it's just too hard. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the lazy talking. Um, <laughs> sometimes people think, Okay. For example, composting, some areas have it, some areas don't. That's a big one. I, um, I'm still trying to kind of navigate with because I don't have a home compost. I work with a company that I can give my organic waste to. And so that's kind of one of those where I'm like, see, you don't have to do the hard work. You just take it. You did, you get in your car and you drive 10 minutes and you drop it and you're, you know, sweet. So I get a lot of, um, some of the older generation that are just so ingrained into their habits and it's just too much effort to switch. So sometimes I have that and I recognize I'm going to pick my battles. There are certain parts of 
you know, this journey that aren't for everyone, but it doesn't mean they're not listening and they're not um, open. They're just, they kind of have to make that change on their own. It's like everything. If you won't be able to do it until, you know, someone's going to tell you to do it, but until you see it personally, I think that's when, um, you know, I see the most change. So I love to share, you know, the articles with some, you know, of the stats about, you know, plastic waste and, and what's, you know, accumulating our rivers and our oceans and, and sometimes the hard photos where they see marine life, but that seeing it is what's going to kind of wake them up. And I don't ever want someone to think that I'm coming from a negative side. I just want people to see that these changes have a very positive impact. So a lot of the time, I, I think it's just seeing things over and over again, which, you know, that's, that's marketing. So I, I think some of the aspects of it, you know, composting, going vegan, plant-based, all those are the bigger, um, the bigger changes. So I like to say, you know, start small and work your way up. Yeah, absolutely. And I get that, that some, I I think, look, this is my perspective on it. We prioritize what's important to us. And I think that saying it's too hard is a cop out. It's just not a priority, but I think also that's okay, right? If that's where you're at in your journey, then that's fine. It's about being open though to knowing or understanding or learning about the bigger picture, right? So for say, in terms of sustainability and conscious living, it's about being open to actually understand that there are some issues, whether you want to talk about global warming or what's happening on the planet right now, you Mm -hmm. know, and I think that this is, and it's important to have the conversation or to be open to the conversation, right? It is. And I think, you know, in any opinion oriented area, um, just being open will be that much more of a, um, opportunity to hear both sides. I, I try not to be political because I actually don't see it as a massive political issue. Um, personally, I just think it's a whole, um, human issue. You know, this, just the way we live, we've, we've gotten very, greedy and spoiled by believing this planet and where we live is going to just, you know, um, be here forever with how we're handling it. And so exactly that. It's not something that you you have to force on people, but if you come at it from a place of hear me out, you know, then at least you're getting a message out in a way that's not, um, you know, like bashing it into them. It's just looking at it from a different side. Uh, you know what? I love that, babe. Like, I love your approach to it because thank you. First up, your cap, you have a Capricorn sun, which I absolutely love, and it's a very diplomatic and humble approach to impacting change. Because I know that there has been some things that I've participated in where I felt really preached to and I understand that people's beliefs are important to them but you also have to have the ability to meet the person where they're at and I feel like like this gives me goosebumps telling you I feel like you have this beautiful way of doing that and actually being able to meet the person where they're at and inspire change in a really beautiful way. Wow, you're so sweet. I appreciate it. And that's the hope because, you know, I, um, in Columbus, there was an event here a few weeks ago, um, removing plastic bags from a massive grocer. A lot of people messaged me like, seriously, they're just now doing this. And I'm like, well, you know, you have to realize some areas are a bit more behind, but we're not going to, you know, point the finger. We're going to applaud it. And a few other creatives were there. And they were like, I don't know why I'm here. This isn't what I talk about. And I was like, this is a person to talk about. This is everyone talking about it, you know? And it wasn't just about one person being like the right person for that um, media. It was really, here is something that everyone can be a part of. And that's the whole point. Like when someone messages me, like, I don't know what to do and get started. Like I come from it in a way that what is your favorite thing that you would, you know, maybe make the switch to. And she is a massive, massive takeaway coffee drinker. So I said, why don't you get yourself a reusable cup, start taking it with you. You'll get a discount on your coffee and that'll be your first habit. And she's like, you get a discount on your coffee. (laughs) Um, And it was just like, well, look, they're making it easy for you. They're paying you. (laughs) So I just, I want people to see it from a place that means something to them. 
Okay, so I have watched some of the episodes on the war on waste and some of the other documentaries on Netflix. And look, I... I I hate to say that I'm ignorant at times, but I feel like I am because I think that some of us, it can feel really overwhelming on our journeys because we're like, where do we begin? Especially when you have so much access to information, Amy. And and then when we look at the news, it's really doom and gloom. But like... I'm, 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 I'm guessing in terms of what I know, but I'd love your insights into this. Like plastic is the real concern, but also styrofoam. Is that right? It is. It is. So this is the important thing. And this is why it, I said at the beginning, like it lends to the bigger issues in the scheme of our health and environment of the planet. It is a very, very specific but very small issue so the bigger parts of it are the production the fossil fuels the overconsumption, the overproduction of everything but the reason why people are honing in on plastic right now is because it's a little bit easier to navigate um there's yeah there's some great documentaries on netflix on hulu um I think the reason why it's become such a thing is because it has been affecting countries, river, you know, pollution and animal well-being. Um, I was speaking to a sustainability expert and she gave me a diagram that actually shared the level of, what would be the right word? I guess the level of stress to focus on and plastic was kind of at the bottom And I was actually very surprised by that, but it does make sense because it is more or less the, the line of where the plastic comes from, you know, it's the consumption and production of it. So it'd be the companies that are using the oil. So then you, you do have that fossil fuel, um, uh, part come into play, but then also we are such a heavily, um, dense, you know, meat eating population. That's a huge issue. So it, I can see where a lot of people think it is, um, either the massive issue or like very, very small. So it just depends on the scale you're looking at. And I decided to go with my social media on this because it was something I could manage personally, which again, with the whole potential to, you know, reduce meat intake, that is a personal, you know, journey you can do as well. So making those efforts to focus on just plastic is really just that first step. Then it comes into play of, you know, travel, um, electric cars, meat diet, dairy diet, um, supporting companies that back big oil businesses. You know, there, there's a, there's kind of a, um, ladder, I guess is the right word that really lends to the bigger issues. But, Plastic is something that we can all see because we visually see our rivers and our oceans and our animal life and everything being um, harmed by it. Mm, I love that because it's about making more conscious daily choices rather than, yeah, rather than changing everything. And I think that's what I do almost habitually now. And Mm -hmm. look, I'm not vegan. I'm not vegetarian. Um, I definitely have reduced my meat intake uh, over the last six months. And, uh, you know, I also don't like a label either because no. even if I was eating, say, vegetarian, I wouldn't want to label myself as that because I think that could be a – it's a slippery slope you go on because then it's like your belief system is dictating you and then yeah. that's when it can kind of creep in and then you start to try to influence others. So it's trying to find this beautiful middle ground of I'm a conscious consumer, I'm choosing yeah. to show up how I want to or how I can impact positively while hoping that 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 by me showing up that way that it's influencing the people around us does that make sense no it is and and the thing is so I have um I have a few family members who are my devil's advocate and it actually is good because I want to be able to see it from both sides the simple way of looking at it is just moderation not being extreme on one side and extreme on the other is how I feel and view it because for example, the holidays just passed. 
I focused on gifting experiences and, um, you know, gifting things that people actually needed because I'm sure your television, your magazines everywhere was just the amount of advertising for consumerism is insane. And so that someone could go is the bigger issue, you know? So you're like, okay, well I'm handling the plastic side and the consumers. You're, you're just being conscious to it. You're, you're recognizing your habits that are being more or less, I guess you can say marketed to, you know, this certain area versus this certain area. So the way you said it, where you're just being a conscious person in your decisions, I think is the big part. You know, you, you really make an effort. Um, this is coming out in a couple of days, actually, where I'm looking at a menu and I'm saying, do you make an effort to look for something that has, you know, a lower meat um, component, a lower dairy component? Are you just making an effort to move your habits into more of that responsible person? I guess is the right thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful way of putting it. And, you know, I think that, I think consumerism is gross. <laughs> I'm going to say it and I'm going to give some context to that for anybody listening because I, and I'm not trying to uh, influence anybody to change the way they consume or they shop. But I remember that when I went on a bit of a minimalist journey a few years ago and when I was living in Sydney in my corporate job, I was extremely unhappy. And so what I would do is I would go out and spend money on my credit card and... Oh, for sure. Retail therapy. Oh, because I was trying to fill a void internally Absolutely. by yeah. purchasing externally, right? And... It wasn't until I moved back home and or to the Gold Coast, that is, and actually then was like, right, I want to start a business. And then when you are taken away from your <laughs> large security in terms of corporate salary and <laughs> you have to strip everything back because you're wanting to positively impact well, for me, I'm impacting women in a completely like so again, it's not sustainable living in the respect of what I do in my business, but I'm positively impacting others in another way. But because ah. I have that income coming in, I have had to look at everything I consume over the last year. And can I tell you, it has been the most challenging journey I've been on, but the most rewarding one because I have had to really look at not just, okay, what am I consuming in terms of food and plastics and all of that? It's like, okay, well, fast fashion, right? I, I choose oh, to yeah. not buy fast fashion now. And it just, it makes you question everything you spend your money on in your life. It really which does. Oh. It really, And it's, that's why I'm saying like, do not be overwhelmed by it because you literally will be like everything, everything's effed. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I know what you mean because when I would just look at, you know, the same thing, scaling down and understanding like, do I really need that? Or is it that the marketing is telling me to? Our society is so amassed with, you know, commercials and propaganda around the next diet, the next piece of clothing you need and all this stuff. And it's so, when you're open to seeing it from a side of like, wow, it's really like, it's so intriguing how they get you because it's just the marketing. It's what we've known for decades. And as someone who is in that influencer category, I have to be very, very strict on who I partner with and who I um, am sharing because it doesn't matter if it is sustainable, but if it's a need, you know, if I'm just sharing X, Y, and Z sustainable brands, then I'm still lending to that consumerism because I want you to go out and buy something you don't need. So I know it is a really interesting approach when you come from it at a place where you kind of are doing it out of necessity mm. and I'm proud of you because it's not easy to just give up that luxury of the, you know, this is something I've always had comfort where, whether it is a, you know, retail therapy experience or something, it does take time. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm, thank you for saying you're proud of me. Cause I think the proudest thing that the proudest moment I've had come from it is that um, just because I have a Gucci bum bag doesn't make me any better than anybody else. And it was really interesting living in that 
Sydney lifestyle oh, is that yeah. I was trying everywhere. to live up to it, right? Absolutely. It's that sense of, and I grew up actually in an area where materialism was massive. You know, even 16 year olds driving a Mercedes or an Audi was just the norm. And it's funny, ever since I, I'm not kidding, after watching that documentary, especially the episode with the fast fashion, it just doesn't even trigger me anymore. Like to the point where I go in a store and I'm like, mm, I don't mm. need it. My yeah. biggest, my biggest kryptonite is swimsuits. I will be honest. That's right. <laughs> I love so much. I love Australian swimsuits because they're just the best, but you know, it's, it's so interesting when you really do look at, I don't need that emblem on my bag because you know, it doesn't make me seem any happier or better, but that approach from minimalism, finding your happiness in yourself and not the things you own and, you know, the excitement that money brings has definitely been um, a big part of moving into this space because you find happiness when you're just living in your authentic self and you don't need things to make you happy, you know? Oh, that is, that's just beautiful. I'm it's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's definitely something you have to really work at. Like we're going into spring. So that travel component is really starting to itch where I'm like, I just need to go somewhere warm and I need to get X, Y, and Z resort wear. And I want to make sure I'm staying at, you know, whatever. But I just say that, look at it differently. Look at it as I want to go visit somewhere, but I'm going to, you know, make an effort to stay at a eco hotel where I know that I'm giving back to the community. I'm going to offset my flight. I'm going to borrow clothes from friends. You're just, you're making it in a way that you're just conscious. It's not changing your life all that much. And that's the whole approach I want people to see from what I do is that I still, you know, have a luxury life. I just come from it in a different way. Mm, I love that, that you can still have luxury and not feel like you're missing out at the same time. Oh my gosh. The, the misconception is that sustainability is like, you know, dirty down in the, you know, ground and you're not really actually getting a lot, but you know, there's a lot of luxury that comes with sustainability because you're getting organics and, and, and beautiful foods. You're using glassware. You're, you know, um, your dress has a beautiful story because it's made with ethical standards from someone who is such a talented person. And I think that's what people need to start focusing on in the space of that mindset shift is that sustainability and being eco-friendly and making conscious living is just making you see and appreciate so much about what we have available to us. Mm, I definitely think that we are shifting mindsets culturally because I, I know, yeah, we've had a lot of um, businesses in Australia over the last two months, like shutting down or going into like receivership and yeah, yeah. I think there's a couple of reasons. I think we're shifting to online spending, which I know like with carbon emissions, that's a whole other conversation in itself. But we've also (laughs) got people that are more conscious in what they're consuming. So I don't think we're there yet, but the shift is beginning. And it is. And that's the the first step. Yeah, absolutely. Which is uh, so exciting. So I have a couple of question, more questions for you, Amy, before we wrap up. But is there anything um, additional that you want to share in regards to uh, conscious living or sustainability that will help anybody listening today? I would, I mean, like I said at the beginning, I love the community it creates. So I really do just encourage people to, you know, have the conversation around this, whether it's with me or with your peers. Um, it's funny because people know me as sustainably Amy in a, in a weird way. I can't go anywhere without someone saying something around conscious living. So sometimes I'm like, wait, I I do talk about other things, (laughs) but I'm also (laughs) like, fine, I want to be that person you can talk to about this. That's, that's great. So I just want people to be open to that conversation. Um, if you want to get on my email list, I'm happy to share some of the ways that I make these changes and just, uh, make it easier. But get people together with you to do it. It will feel less scary. It will feel like you have others on that same thing. You know, maybe it's you all go out and you want to try a plant-based restaurant and you know, yep, we're doing it all together. Um, maybe when you go to the beach, you want to be like, can we not bring any plastic? Can we all have our own BYO containers and food? You're just making it. So you're doing it together with everyone else. 
yeah, it's nice. It's involving other people and it's less scary, I think, as well. It is. It is, yeah. definitely. So where can people find you? I'm guessing Sustainably Amy. <laughs> yes, yes, that's my, that's my handle. No, um, Sustainably Amy on everything. My website is sustainablyamy.com, Instagram, Facebook. I'm most active on Instagram and uh, my website. And I love when people message me. I want people to, you know, talk about the things I'm sharing. And um, like I said, if you want to join my email list, I come straight to your inbox with really, I'm one of those people who only messages, um, you know, every, every couple of weeks. I don't like to be in there and every week because I want to showcase kind of the highlights of what we're doing. So it's not overwhelming where you see, you know, a new product or a new take on something because it is, it, we're seeing it everywhere. It's a lot. You're starting to see it in news and, you know, your favorite retailer and stuff, which is awesome, but I want it to be a trend that sticks and it's not just trendy. So you can find me on social through sustainably Amy. Beautiful. And I'll leave your social handles in the show notes as well. So people can find you, you with ease. Yeah. And my final question for you, Amy, is what are you most excited about in 2020? Oh, 2020. Um, I have been really making an effort to move into the entrepreneurial space. So I have a few speaking opportunities, um, attending a few conferences, and I'm just really looking forward to being around those in that same responsible mindset. Um, I won't lie. I have travel coming up and my sister's getting married. So we're going to Scotland for the wedding because that's where um, her fiance's family is from. So travel is something I really do. Um, I, I want people to understand you can do it. You're just doing it with purpose. So I, and that's how I got started with all this was obviously traveling over to Australia and to Bali and seeing these places move into that conscious space. So really looking forward to kind of taking some new places off the bucket list. Oh, sounds like a beautiful year for you. Gonna be good. Everyone's, you know, I think we, we put a lot of pressure on that first couple months, but this, um, I think it's been really nice to just take the last month uh, to really just kind of hone in on what the year looks like and to, I'm, I'm not one to set resolutions per se. I'm one to continue the resolutions and just be on the same journey that is and add things and affirmations and intentions as I go. Because sometimes I think resolutions have such a, it has a powerful word, but then it also has this whole like, facade about that I'm, you know, only doing this for the first couple months where I want to try to stick to what I'm, you know, sharing and what I'm talking about on my own personal journey throughout the whole year. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you like what you hear, then please rate, review and subscribe where you love to listen. Or you can connect with me via social at Bound for Beauty. And that's beauty with an E. I'll see you next time.